welcome to Spark of Faith. This is your host, Kristen Fitch. Each day on the show, I'll be bringing you words of encouragement and stories that are inspiring and will lift you up and provide you with hope to go into your day and just feel a little lighter, a little more hopeful. And on occasion, we'll bring on guests and talk about great and important topics about gathering together and fellowship and faith and how we can just be more beautiful, loving humans. Here we go. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to another episode. This is your host, Kristen, and today I actually want to talk about an invitation. And first, let me just explain sort of the context. I think, you know, we've all been given, we've all been invited to something, a party, a wedding, a church, so many things, right? I mean, so much revolves around gatherings because as humans, we are creatures that need relationships. We need connection. And often the way that we have connections with people is through invitations. Because think about it, whether way back you lived in a village or a tribe, or you know today you live in a community or a neighborhood. Well, whether it was way back then and you walked over to your you know, the houses or the huts of the tribal neighbors or friends, or whether it's today and you're either sending a physical invitation or a virtual invitation, or you're actually, you know, seeing somebody and actually verbally inviting them. This invitation is a gesture. It's a welcoming. It's saying, we would like to um, host you. We would like to help have you help us celebrate something. And An invitation is basically the way that we offer hospitality out in the world. So just like a church, if they're inviting people, maybe it's a, maybe they're having an event. So they're inviting people from the communities, people, um, they're doing outreach. Once again, that's an invitation to come and be welcomed in. It's an invitation to feel the hospitality and to connect with a new group of people or a new person or a new community. And I want to share an idea with you or words from author Kristen Schell in her book, The Turquoise Table. Kristen shares how she watched a movie about a woman named uh, Ludmilla. And it's called Ludmilla's Story. And she says, as I watched the film, I met Ludmilla, an 84-year-old widow from Prague. She survived two totalitarian regimes and lives in the heart of the most atheist country in Europe. Yet she placed a small brown a small bronze plaque on the outside of her tiny brownstone apartment that reads, Embassy of the Kingdom of Heaven. We got to debunk the myth that hospitality is the same as entertaining. Genuine hospitality begins with opening our lives. It's just as important to open our lives as it is our homes. And sharing who we are is far more important than sharing what we bake. Hospitality begins in the heart, not the oven. It all starts with inviting people to come to the table. Hospitality is always about the people, not the presentation. And she shares a story of a woman um, named Ludmilla. And she basically says this. Every day, Ludmilla opens her home to friends and strangers who need to talk. Sometimes she knows the people who come. Sometimes strangers show up, led by word of mouth. She offers them something small, nothing overdone or extravagant. Tea, a cookie from a tin, a warm, simple gesture to welcome to her table. In a way that is quiet and genuine, Ludmilla listens and prays. In doing so, communicates that her guests matter. At her table, they belong. Fully present, Ludmilla serves more than just cookies and tea. She offers her heart. God answered my prayer to see how to love my neighbors with the story of a woman half the world away who was being the hands and feet of Christ. Her actions were so simple. 
the antithesis of the frazzled life I was living. Ludmilla modeled how simple hospitality could be through her ministry of being present. I could see it. Maybe now I could be it. Uh, I think that example of Ludmilla and the words that Kristen shared in her book are so poignant because, you know, at the end of the day, what fellowship is about is about inviting others over, right? In hospitality, it's inviting them over to share um, love, to connect with them. And, you know, ideally it's also to, you know, worship, um, to pray, to give thanks to God. And if I'm being honest, that's not always the easy part. Some of us, that is where we're at in our, our faith journey. We're really good at tying in the faith element to these, you know, get togethers or gatherings. But I have to say that's still a work in progress for me. There are times in some many of the gatherings, I, there is, of course, prayer for the meals and there might be giving thanks. Sometimes it is a specific thing like a Bible study or a group, you know, f- uh, praying for someone. But there are other times that I have social gatherings that are not as focused on the fellowship piece of it, on the faith piece of it. That's still a work in progress. And I know for myself, that's still an area of growth. I have plans and I have things I want to do in bigger ways. But I think the example of Ludmilla is such a simple and beautiful example that it doesn't take much for us to have this impact in our communities by inviting others in inviting other people into conversation and into fellowship. And I would encourage each of you, it doesn't matter if, and if your home isn't a place that you're able to, for whatever reason, invite people in, or you're not comfortable doing that. There's coffee shops, there's churches, there's so many other places that we can convene, we can get together, we can connect with people, we can pray for them. We can let them know that we see them and that they're invited. And I want to share another really lovely idea with you from author Bob Goff and his book Love Does because it's so much about the invitation and what that invitation's really saying. You know, what he thinks that Jesus is trying to say through the invitation and the examples in the Bible about the invitation. And Bob says this, there's only one invitation it would kill me to refuse, yet I'm tempted to turn it down all the time. I get the invitation every morning when I wake up to actually live a life of complete engagement, a life of whimsy, a life where love does. It doesn't come in an envelope. It's ushered in by a sunrise, the sound of a bird, or the smell of coffee drifting lazily from the kitchen. It's the invitation to actually live, to fully participate in this amazing life for one more day. Nobody turns down invitation to the White House, but I've seen plenty of people turn down invitation to fully live. Turning down this invitation comes in lots of flavors. It looks like numbing yourself or distracting yourself or seeing something really beautiful as just normal. It can also look like refusing to forgive or not being grateful or getting wrapped around the axle with fear envy. I think every day God sends us invitation to live and sometimes we forget to show up or we get head faked into thinking we haven't really been invited. But you see, we have been invited every day all over again. There's no doubt Jesus invites us to have some very cool experiences in our lives and for that matter, in the afterlife. Jesus tells a story in the Bible about a rich guy who had a banquet. The rich guy invited lots of people, but most of them made excuses and didn't come. So the guy sent his servants to invite other folks, but this time he invited the unlikely ones, people who normally don't get invited to anything, folks like me. The message he had for this new round of people was simple. There's more room. That was it. It wasn't a deep theological treatise, yet it was exactly that, deep and theological. 
I think life is like that banquet Jesus talked about. I think God sends out his messengers to tell everybody there's plenty of room and there's free food and conversations and adventure and a wonderful and generous host who has invited us by name. And then he goes on to say, a couple of other things happen when we accept Jesus' invitation to participate with him in life. Obstacles that seem insurmountable aren't. Impediments that we believe disqualify us don't. When we show up to participate with Jesus in the big life, we're participating with the very being who made life in the first place. He gently asks us how we are and invites us to get better together with him. Accepting the invitation to show up in life is about moving from the bleachers to the field. It's moving from developing opinions to developing options. It's about having things matter to us enough that we stop just thinking about those things and actually do something about them. Simply put, Jesus is looking for us to accept the invitation to participate. It's like the president is calling and we just need to answer the phone. We need to show up. When we accept life's invitation, it's contagious too. Other people will watch us and start seeing life as something more amazing, more whimsical than before. When you show up to the big life, people, the type who don't think they are invited, start seeing invitations everywhere as thick and colorful fall leaves. They don't think about their pain or their weakness any longer. Instead, they think about how incredible a big life really is and how powerful the one who is throwing the banquet is too. Jesus wants us to come. He's sending his servants out to tell the people standing at the fences and in the library that they're invited to the party. He's sending you an invitation too, in the sunrise, in the sound of a bird, or the smell of coffee drifting lazily from the kitchen. The one who has invited you is way more powerful than any of the impediments we think we're facing. And he has just one message for us. He leans forward and he whispers quietly to each of us. There's more room. Oh my gosh, I do just love how Bob Goff both is so inspiring and down to earth. He puts these big ideas of faith and Jesus and God in context that makes sense. And it makes sense for our human connections in the way that we show up in the world. Oh, and I love it so much. It's just how he talks about invitation, both from Jesus and then how we can invite other people to the table. It's just so beautiful. And I hope it's encouraging to you when you show up and, you know, decide how you're going to invite others in, how you're going to be the hands and feet through hospitality in the world. And I would just leave you with this last piece of scripture that's one of my favorites. It is Romans 12, 13 that says, take every opportunity to open your life and home to others. Uh, And I love that because it's both so simple and so clear on the directive. So I would just wish you well. And I would just say to you, find a way to put an invitation into the world to bring someone into your home or to your heart and just be someone that shares fellowship with other people. Thanks again for listening to Spark of Faith. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. So thanks again. And we send a weekly little encouragement email as well. Just go to sparkoffaith.com and enter your email address. And we would love to encourage you in your inbox as well.